Curious about if hosting a virtual summit will be a good fit for you? Then we've got just the thing. Head to summitsuccesssquad.com slash quiz and take our free quiz that will let you know if hosting a summit should be in your future. Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about how to make sure your summit is diverse. So let's just dive right in. So first, I want to kind of talk about why diversity is so important for your online events. I know it's kind of a buzzword or something right now, but diversity has always been really important to us ever since our first summit way back in 2018. And it's something that we've definitely not been perfect at, but we have been improving our process and having a diverse lineup, which we'll talk about different ways that we do make our lineup diverse in a minute. But um, we've just improving our process and making sure that each time we host a summit, that there is a big play on diversity. And um, we just think it's important to make sure that a variety of people have a voice um, because that that helps um, not only all of those people, but it also helps the attendees because then they're not in a vacuum. You're not just showing them the information or the people that they see all the time over and over and over. And I think you do a disservice when you just kind of stick in that one box and you don't expand. But we, I'm going to let Jenny kind of talk into um, what we kind of consider diversity um, because we do do it in a few different aspects not just probably the one you're thinking. Yeah. So the one that I'm going to talk about is a little like less obvious, not just like, you know, race, gender, whatever. Um, The one I'm going to talk about is diversity among like the actual speakers themselves in terms of like, who's been on stages before. I know so many people, you see ads for summits and events and you're like, oh my God, it's that person again. Oh my God, it's that person again. Like the same five, 10, 15 people in the online community always seem to speak at these events and they typically top around the same topic. And you're like, cool. I already heard this thing from this person like three months ago. I don't really care about that. So something that is really important to us is not only having diversity among like race, gender, religion, all that stuff, but also like the actual speakers themselves. So like we try to get people on stage who aren't all over all the summits who, you know, maybe they've been in a couple summits, but they're not like the person that you think of a virtual summit and say, Oh, is so-and-so going to be a speaker there? Cause if they're not, I'll be concerned basically. Um, and then also the topics. So like, we like to look for topics that are obviously relevant to what we want in our summit, but also like a little unique, like we don't want it to be the same thing every single time. Like you know, think of those topics that you see at every single summit that you're like, okay, I don't think I can learn anything more about this topic because it's literally so overplayed. Um, so we try to find things that like are a little more, um, unique in terms of topic as well. And then the speakers as well. We like to really like go outside the box and try and find people who we haven't seen on virtual stages, um, you know, 24 seven. So that's kind of where we approach it in terms of diversity, in terms of like the actual speakers and the topics themselves. 
Yeah. And we're actually in the middle of doing this right now because we are planning our April summit. And some of the ways we do this is, I mean, obviously we create a nice Airtable doc because we love our Airtable to keep track of everything. Um, but we, we do get out of our own audience and we get out of our own like normal communities and we really expand and we go on the hunt, I guess you could say, you know, me and Jenny were actually, we had our weekly meeting yesterday and we were both going through online and websites and Instagram and looking for people we haven't seen before and checking out what they have to offer and starting to build our outreach list. Because I think when you're building a diverse lineup, outreach is important. I mean, we do have an application um, for sure. And we make sure we post it in various communities, not just our typical ones, but ones that we know have diverse, a diverse community um, and areas of expertise and, you know, length in business and perspectives and all of that. But you need to kind of do it with both. So we love to do the application and outreach because I think at our last summit, we had five or six really amazing people that we had never seen before come through our application. Like um, we had heard of some of them before, but we hadn't seen them on virtual stages or if they were, um, it might've been a long time ago. You know, we didn't remember seeing them on a stage before essentially. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really, that was really great. So that, that's kind of how we go about trying to find people to, to do that. It's the application not, you know, in a variety of spaces, posting it as well as getting out of your own box, getting in new communities, searching on social media and stuff like that for new speakers. And then the other kind of aspect in diversity is probably the one that you guys are most used to hearing about. And that is just making sure you do have a diverse lineup. And, and for, for us though, diversity doesn't just mean, you know, having people of color. There's, there's a big uh, movement now on the bi, uh, BIPOC community. Um, so I forgot what the B stands for. I want to look it up right now, but I know it's in, is it biracial or black? I, oh yes. I think you're right. I think it's, Thank you. I was lumping that in with people of color, but it's black, indigenous, and people of color. And um, again, that has been something that's been really important to us. So like when a lot of times when you think people of color, a lot of times in the online space, people are just considering black women or black individuals. And I think it's important to note that people of color actually also includes, you know, people from India, Asia, Mexico, Hawaii, Pacific Islands, uh, the Philippines, etc. So it's a wide range of people. So I know we try to shoot for about, you know, 25% of the Latina community, 25% of more like the Asian Pacific Islander type, you know, type community, 25% um, of the black community, and then 25%, you know, white um, community. It's not, we don't always get that exactly, but that's what we shoot for. And that's what we try to get. And um, again, nothing is perfect. And we, we do put a big focus on it. Sometimes it's out of your control, but we make sure that we do our best to do the legwork up front and build a really diverse outreach list because um, to make sure we're doing 
we're doing the work on our end and not just being like, oh, nobody applied, right? Because that's what we've seen online as well. Oh, nobody applied. These are only the people that got there. So we like to put the burden on ourselves as well. It's not a burden, but you know, well, I guess it does take quite a while to search online, but I think it is well worth doing. Um, but putting that on ourselves. Yeah. Cause it, well. it is up to us to create a diverse, diverse lineup. Um, I mean, in the past we've had people of color, you know, not AKA everyone, but the white people, um, they have said no. And from there, we just continued on and looked for more. We weren't like, okay, this one person said, no, we're done. You know? Um, so it's really Mm -hmm. important to continue that outreach. Um, even if you get some no's, cause you will from people of every race. So don't, you know, or every Mm -hmm. race, religion, sex, whatever that may be. Um, don't get discouraged. If you hear a couple no's, just keep, keep going because that is the point. And it's the point is to be as diverse as possible and not let you know, that one little hang up kind of stop you. So planning a summit is a big undertaking, but with our five P summit planning framework, we break down the five key areas that you need to focus on. So head over to summit success squad.com slash blueprint to grab our free summit planning blueprint and discover our framework today. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to note. Um, the other thing we This has been something that we've tried to be more conscious of in our more recent summits um, is also making sure we have some representation of the LGBTQIA plus community. We are actually re-recording this because I totally like botched up all of these acronyms (laughs) and stuff and I wanted to do everybody justice. So um, had this noted down, but this was something again that we've been putting more Uh, consciousness towards. We in the past uh, have had, I think in every single summit, at least one person. And it wasn't really like intentional at that time, um, but it just ended up happening. But now we're actually intentionally like seeking it out. Um, I know like when we're making our list right now, obviously we don't have like a place that says, oh, they're a lesbian or they're gay or whatever. (laughs) But like we've been intentionally like keeping track of people who are in that community, um, and making sure that they're on our list to, um, you know, have them speak. Cause every, I think everyone's voice is really important to hear from mm-hmm. and it's nice to hear different perspectives. So, yeah. And th- this is the harder one. And like Jenny said, we've been taking note when we do see somebody that is openly sharing, because this one isn't as obvious as race or gender, you know, or something. And, um, I don't think there's like, there might be, I haven't looked at this. Maybe this is something we can look at Instagram. Like I can easily go to Instagram and be like Latina, um, entrepreneur or, or something like that, or black entrepreneur. Um, I haven't actually tried if there is like LGBT. I'm sure there is, I'm I'm sure sure there there is, is. but yeah, we follow, we follow a lot of openly, um, gay, like lesbian, you know, all in the LB, LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I had to look at it cause it's a lot of letters, but, um, yeah, we follow a lot of people in that community and, you know, we're always looking to add more. So if you're listening and you know, people in this community that you think, or if be, you are one, yeah, if you are one, out. let us know. And, you know, we'll add you to our list for future events because we're always looking for new perspectives in terms of 
that and topic. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think really it just comes down to that. We like to have people on our platform, on our stage, like in our past podcasts and our summits on everything, you know, regardless of their race, religion, culture, sexual orientation, gender identity, even age. Um, I know we, since, since we're, um, we're millennials, that tends to be the group that we're around a lot, but we do try to make sure like, we don't discount somebody because they might be in an older generation, or we don't discount somebody because they're in a younger generation than we are too. Our big thing, which I don't think we've mentioned yet though, is when we are going through, like when we go through our applications, we always look at the topic and stuff first. We, we, um, that's always our biggest thing. But then like, if we realize our topics, oh, there's no diversity, then we make changes based Mm -hmm. on that. But for us, we don't care who's talking about a topic. If it is, uh, you know, amazing. I mean, you could be a purple dinosaur, like Barty, (laughs) you know, like we don't care as long as you are super knowledgeable on it. Right. So that's really what we look for first, but then we also go back through our list and be like, okay, what groups, topics or whatever have not been represented to then make sure we go through with, with a lens. Um, But I will say like, I don't think we've done a bad job in the past, you know, going topic first. And I mean, uh, like I said, we, we always look at the topic first and then kind of delete people based on stuff that we either have or don't matter. And then we start to look at the websites and, and, and the content. But for us, it has never, none of the, you know, race, religion, culture, yep. sexual orientation or anything has ever played like a decision. I will say we are more and, like, we've always had more females. We actually, I don't think we've had any males quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some on our outreach list for this upcoming summit in April. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're not, it's not like we're close to males. We just always had a more mm-hmm. female based audience. So, um, that's kind of where we've always been. So we are open. It's not like you can, like, we, we, it's not the female entrepreneur summit, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so we're very open to, yeah. to all kinds of things, including, you know, males and females and everything in between mm-hmm. really. So, yeah. yeah. So that's just kind of our thoughts on diversity and how we kind of plan to continue making our summits more diverse. We do a better job here every single year. And we always even include like, whenever we give our audience a survey at the end, we always ask for like, who do you want to see on the stage? And we take those into consideration as well, because that's important to us too. Um, So it's always nice to see what your people want to hear too. So like what kind of topics they want to hear or what kind of people they want to hear from. Cause that also helps us expand year over year too. I was going to say really fast before we finally wrap up one thing that we didn't mention. And I don't even think we mentioned this when we first recorded the episode. Um, cause we've been talking all about speakers, but one thing we didn't touch upon was attendees, but what, what we've been doing on our website is really making sure that the imagery also represents a, a, a diverse um, audience, which is important um, as well. Not only like your speaker lineup, but I think all of the other images that you use on your website and in your promo materials are important yeah. as well. And I think you actually skipped over the accessibility component 
too. I did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk about that for a second. Um, but we are super committed to having a diverse summit in terms of accessibility as well. Um, in the past, we've had um, Erin Perkins, who is a member of the deaf community on our, sh- our we've had her on our um, summits. She's actually in my summit that's happening, I guess, this week, <laughs> because as we're recording this, it's actually next week, but this goes live on Wednesday of next week. Um, so yeah, so we've had, we make sure to make sure things are accessible to the hearing impaired and deaf community um, by providing transcripts and, um, you know, what's it called? Um, having captions on our summit videos and things like that too. Um, not only being a member of our summit, like, you know, actually being and speaking at our summit, but also like when they're attendees too, being able to um, have that as well. And there's so many other options as well that you can do um, to make your site more accessible. And that's something we are planning on looking into in the future. Cause I've seen a, quite a few summits that actually had like something on their website recently that had like different features. You can make the fonts bigger and just by clicking a button. So that's something we're definitely looking you will into. You need to share that with me because <laughs> I have not seen that. Um, but, and I lost, I lost my train of thought. I was going to add one more thing and I've spaced, <laughs> but that's okay. But yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure we included that. Cause I, I noticed you went straight to the BIPOC. So <laughs> I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure we addressed the accessibility um, component as well. But yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. We are always striving to be more and more diverse. Um, and we hope that you guys can appreciate that and see that we are always striving to get better each and every time we host our summits. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find the show notes at summitsuccessquad.com slash episode dash five. And if you are thinking about hosting your own virtual summit, you need to take our is hosting a virtual summit right for you quiz because it'll really tell you if it's a good fit for you or if it's not because we don't want you to waste your time planning a summit if it's just not going to be the best fit for you because it is a big time commitment so head to summitsuccessquad.com quiz to take the quiz today and figure that out and then if you have been enjoying the podcast we'd be super grateful if you could rate review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share it with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.